Welcome back, everybody, to Threeper Fighter Radio. I am your host, The Nobody, and I am here to inform you of various truths that you may or may not know. So today on this episode, I want to talk about and to share the wealth of knowledge that I have on laetrile and black cumin seed oil. And I also want to talk a little bit about the conspiracy to spread HIV um, through our beautiful world. So I just want to say right off the bat, this is a no sheeple zone. And if you are, I suggest you turn this off immediately because I can guarantee you're going to get offended. You're going to say that I'm a kook, um, you know, as, as you guys normally do. Your minds are so closed. So if you have a closed mind, then this is not for you. But if you have broken free from the matrix or you're trying to break free from the matrix, then continue to listen because I'm going to give out the cure for cancer. One of the few cures, there's many cures out there actually, and what they don't want to tell you is that cancer is extremely, extremely easy to cure. In fact, most diseases are extremely easy to cure with natural herbs and remedies. This is what the American Medical Association does not want you to know, and they have a an extremely um, bad habit of knocking off anyone who speaks up or speaks out against the system. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna get to it, and I just want to say before I get going that all the herbs and all these plants and trees and seeds and everything that we have on this beautiful green earth was created by God for the benefit of mankind. And I want to give a quick scripture real quick from Genesis 1 uh, verse 29. God said, behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the all the face of the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you. It shall be for food. And then second Kings 20 verse seven says, and Isaiah said, take a lump of figs and they took and laid it on the boil. And he recovered. So what it's saying there is, is Isaiah had a had a um, or whoever it was that he he was talking about had a really bad boil. And this boil that is talked about in the Bible was actually very life threatening. A lot of people died from what whatever it was. So it says he laid a lump of figs on it and he recovered. So again, natural herbs and natural remedies cured him. Psalms one o four verse. Uh, so in Psalms one o four, it says. He cause he causeth the grass to grow for the cattle and herb for the service of man. I just want to throw that out there. You can do more research in there, but God created all these natural herbs. They're they're His. He created them, and they are for our benefit. Every cure for every disease is out there. We need to stop trusting these doctors with our lives with our children's lives with with our family's life we cannot trust the medical industry anymore in fact we never could but we grew up believing that they're because they're doctors they know better right they're going to heal us but this is just not the case it never has been and if you look at the symbol for the american medical association it is two serpents right didn't a serpent deceive eve in the garden so it's not a coincidence. Everything that this government does is satanic. It's not for our benefit. Um, they, have, they have always been causing genocide upon populations all throughout history. This is nothing new. Sometimes, like here in America, they commit genocide every day. But 
it's just not in the way that we think. We think of like Hitler when they, you know, massacred all those Jews. Yeah, they're not doing that here. They're doing it in a different way. It's right. It's silent weapons for a quiet war. That is how they are killing us. So one of the biggest cures, it was actually, I believe in 1940, um, there's two, two men that I've studied uh, religiously, and that is Dr. Hoxie and Dr. Richardson. And the cure for cancer was about 1940 was, it was, um, that's when apricot seeds were found and they extracted um, from the apricot seed and that was laetrile. Laetrile was made in a lab by extracting, um, you know, the oils from the apricot seed or whatever, however they did it. It's a, it's a whole process. But the fact is that they found there was a place in Asia that um, they went to and when they were doing their research for cancer and they found this, uh, you know, this little community of people and the average person was like 100, lived to 120 years old. And their diets were vegetables and high doses of um, apricot seeds. And they, could, they would crush them up and put them on their salads, on their vegetables and turn it into a powder and they would ingest it. Now, so I did more research and I found um, the Laetrile. And there's only one place that I would trust to get it, and that is rncstore.com. That's Dr. Richardson. His family has carried on his legacy, and they continue to make legitimate Laetrile. Laetrile is also known as B17. I know a lot of you have probably never even heard of B17. You hear of like B12, B6, all those, right? No, this is B17. And again, it's called Laetril. Go to go to the website that I said, rncstore.com. So Laetril is extremely effective. In fact, the Laetril, if if you if someone had stage four cancer, they have if they take enough Laetril, and there's different ways. So certain cancers, um, there's a clinic in Mexico you can go to. In fact, there's the Hoxie Clinic on the border of Tijuana, and um, I know a person uh, who went there. They had stage four colon cancer and they went to the border of, they went to Tijuana, they went to the Hoxie Clinic and they got cured of their stage four cancer and they are living today and they are doing extremely well. So I know it works um, because I know someone who did it and not only from research, but I know an actual person. So if you research it though, again, don't use Google, but if you really research, you will find there's been hundreds of thousands of people cured from their cancer and what else I found, and again, what the American Medical Association does not want us to know, is that cancer is extremely easy to cure. And there was a lady, Brandy Vaughn, some of you have may have heard of her, look her up, I believe they killed her, Brandy Vaughn, because after she spoke out, well, somehow she, she was young and, you know, youthful and very healthy, and somehow she died very shortly after, I think it was a couple weeks after she spoke out. Now, Brandy Vaughn worked for the big pharmaceutical company, she spoke out against them and the data that she you know she showed was absolutely astonishing but what she said is that 90% of conventional medicine is unapproved and untested it's never even been tested and it's unapproved and she said how they get away with these different drugs is so there's a certain law that I guess they have to they have to um in order for them to keep it on the market after the patent is over, they have to, they have to, they can, what they do is they change in it like one ingredient. So you could have 10 different medications, but they all have the same ingredient minus one. And that's how they continue to do it. So 
all these pills that they're giving for blood pressure, heart medication, diabetes, all, you know, the, the pharmaceutical industry loves to pump you full of pills that don't work and it just causes all these insane side effects and you end up going back to the doctor and it's a never-ending cycle. Once you get on their medications, you're never going to get off unless you find, obviously, the natural ways and you really have to try very hard. They want you back because a cured patient is a lost patient. They don't want you to be cured. They want to give you things they make you it's a lot of it's a placebo effect they want you to believe that they're you know they're for your benefit they're going to heal you and that this drug works but then again you take the one drug and then you find yourself on 14 other drugs it's insane i know my my grandma was one of those people she started out with one drug then she got sicker had to go on another drug to counteract that drug got sicker and sicker and sicker she was on like 15 or 16 medications it was ungodly so laetrile They've hundreds of thousands of people have been cured from Laetrile. I take it every day. You can take a high dosage. So if you look on Google, it'll say, oh, well, the Laetrile, it turns when you ingest it, it turns to cyanide. So they're trying to scare people because when you first read it, you're like, oh, God, I don't want to take that. No, that's not safe. It does not turn to cyanide. That is completely false. It is a myth. It does not. You do not get cyanide poisoning. It's it's so out of this world. They do everything they can to scare people. Um. Laetril is extremely, extremely good. I've taken, I've taken up to four or five grams at a time and not even a slightest stomach ache, nothing. But I can tell you that I feel better than I have ever felt um, since I was a freaking child. I take that. I take the Hoxie Red Clover Burdock Plus. That's the Hoxie Cure right there. It has all the ingredients that Dr. Hoxie used to cure, uh, to cure cancer, and you ingest that. So with the two, that is also a blood purifier. It purifies your blood. You take the Laetrile, you take both of those, I guarantee you're never going to get cancer. Again, this is what they, again, do not want you to know. And eighty, they out of the studies, 85% of people who had cancer were cured. So if you have cancer now, you have an 85% chance of beating that cancer by taking Laetrile and the Hoxie. Okay, if you have cancer now and you go to do those chemo treatments, you have a 5 to 10 percent chance of surviving but you're going to be even if you survive your body's going to be tore up you're going to be deathly sick because of the radiation that they do it is not proven to work again 90 percent this is the cold hard facts 90 percent of conventional medicine does not work and it is untested they haven't even tested it they put a bunch of chemicals together they label it they put it on the shelves and they spend so Another thing that Brandy Vaughn exposed was Big Pharma. They only spend about 9 to 12% of all their money on drugs, on getting on, on on testing drugs, so they say, right? But they spend 80% of all their money on advertising. Did you know that there's an average of 80 pharmaceutical advertisements per hour of television programming that's insane you could flip all through the channels and on each and every channel you're going to find a big pharmaceutical advertisement they push it in your face and there's actually i think there's two countries uh or more than that i think there's two countries that are yeah that they do not allow you um you can look more into this but that they do not allow you to advertise they don't want that that garbage because it's they don't want it pushed on you because it's brainwashing if you see over and over 
if you see a pharmaceutical, you know, they're say Cialis or whatever, and they, they make up all these symptoms and they say, if you have this symptom, well, then you have blah, 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 right? Well, then you need Cialis. And they show people smiling, mm-hmm. running around, laughing, happy, absolutely ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. It's all one big show. They're a bunch of actors. Pharmaceutical industry is corrupt beyond belief. And again, the American Medical Association. So what they tried to do, well, they did actually did. They did a very well, good job at it. They, um, Hoxie, they, they, they stripped him of his license. He ended up having to practice in Mexico, went out of the country because they blackballed him, which means they totally destroyed his career in America. They, they knew that he found the cure for cancer. They, both of these men, they knew that they found the cure for cancer. And so immediately they had to shut that down. They cannot have them speak out. So they took their license away. They can't practice in the United States um, to cure cancer, at least. And when you get the Laetrile, it says, you know, to, in order for Richardson's to sell the Laetrile, he has to put not FDA approved, right? And again, I always say if it's FDA approved, it's bad for you. If it's not FDA approved, it's most likely extremely good for you. You cannot trust the FDA. It's ran by the same people. And the Hoxie um, as well, they both have to say that and they cannot admit, they cannot legally, in order to sell their 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 tinctures and their, you know, their um, pills and all this, they cannot tell you that it cures cancer. They cannot or else they cannot sell it. They cannot mention anything about cancer. They can't say, oh, it's a cure for cancer. They can't, and they can't even tell you how much you should take. Like, so what I found out though, is if you have, if you have cancer, right? Stage one, two, three, whatever you have, you need to be taking at least four to five grams a day. Um, if you don't have cancer, one gram a day is completely fine. Even 500 milligrams a day of Laetrile and then 15 to 20 drops of the Hoxie Red Clover Burdock Plus. So again, you know, there's the, this government is not your friend, and I don't know how anybody could actually believe that they have your best interests at hand. They could care less about you. Again, you were born with a number. That's all you are to them is a number, and they is all they want is to tax you. you you're making them rich with your blood, sweat, and tears. When you go to work every day and they take all that money out of your paycheck, you are making them rich. And by the way, it is, it is not mandatory to pay income tax. It is a voluntary thing. So if you do not want to pay income tax, you do not have to pay income tax. That is the law. You can go, again, you can go look that up too. You'll see what I'm saying is truth. Now I want to talk a little bit right now about black seed, black pure cumin seed oil, 100% cold pressed. I take um, one that is an amazing brand. It's the number one selling black seed oil and it is by Amazing Herbs. It is five times uh, TQ strength. It's it's non-GMO. It's organic. It's extremely, extremely good. And now you will be surprised what I'm about to tell you about black cumin seed oil. Okay, black cumin seed oil. The majority of it is its therapeutic perks have to do with a very potent active compound called. Let me see if I can get this thymoquinone, which is also TQ which is an antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, anti-allergy, and immune support. Okay, it, it aids in digestive health. It prevents ulcers. It 
power, it empowers your immune system, your gut, your liver, your skin, your bones, your achy joints, and it is also proven to cure, get this, HIV. And remember, the government created HIV. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. I have a document that I'm going to read you that is um, literally, it was printed for the use of the Committee on Appropriations and it was by the U.S. Government Printing Office in Washington, 1969 in the United States Senate Library. It was the Research, Development, Test, and Evaluation by the Department of the Army. So, yeah, I will get to that uh, very shortly. But again, it cures HIV. It can cure tuberculosis, influenza, gonorrhea, candida, and malaria. I'm not lying, folks. Go do your own research and stop using Google. You're not going to find the truth. 95% of the garbage on Google is false. It's all written to deceive you, and they're never going to tell you the truth. They're not going to tell you what you want, what, what, what is good for you. Okay, now there was a study done, and I'm gonna. Okay, these are from the notes that I have. There's a study done. Five to ten percent of all hospital patients develop an infection from what's called superbugs. More than ninety thousand of these patients die every single year. Now watch this. Out of a hundred and forty-four strains tested, most of which were resistant to a number of conventional antibiotics. So. Conventional antibiotics don't work. In fact, yeah, they, they'll in some some instances they will work. But guess what? At the same time they're working, they're destroying your immune system every single time you take it, and you're making the pharmaceutical companies very very rich. Okay, ninety seven were inhibited by the oil of black cumin. TQ was the best antifungal compound, and the black cumin also helps cure diabetes and asthma. So in that study, 97%, 97 of the 144 strains tested were killed off by the oil of black cumin. That is amazing compared to all the garbage that they would want to give you, pump you full of these medications, right? And watch this. It also, black cumin seed also helps fight cancer due to its potent phytochemicals and antioxidants. The study showed a 52% decrease in tumor cells. They tested leukemia. They treated, I'm sorry, they treated leukemia, brain tumors, breast cancer, and pancreatic cancer. It also, they found that it promotes liver health. It combats diabetes, which I think I said before, and it treats infections and it improves fertility. And all the vaccines that they give us cause all of what I just read. So all the things that black cumin seed oil helps to cure or combat is f from the vaccines that we took as children. And some people are still taking vaccines, right? Every year, get your flu shot, get your flu shot. That's bull crap. It's all extremely bad for you. It's poison, folks. You are putting poisons in your body. And when we were children, we get out of the womb, we're stamped with a number, and then we are given vaccines immediately. Why do you think they do that? And why do you think one in six children about, I think it's one in six children, it could be even more than that, one in six children have autism. That is disgusting. Why is one in six children having autism in America? Did you know in Africa, before the Bill and Melinda Foundation came over there with their Western medicines and vaccines promising them cures for everything, did you know that they had no idea, they didn't even know what autism was in their children? 
Now Africa is riddled with autism. They're riddled with HIV. None of this was there before the Bill and Melinda Foundation came along and screwed them, literally. And now they're bringing over ships of genetically modified food. I talked to a friend that's from Africa, and he literally said that they're bringing over, and I've, and I've done the research, but hearing it from his mouth is, is a scary thing. They're literally bringing over ships of genetically modified food and forcing it upon the people. Okay, why would they, why would they be wanting to do that? Because they want everyone just like America, unhealthy, fat, lazy, and unhealthy. That's what, what most people are in America. And they're just going to, I mean, look, every corner, there's a fast food restaurant owned by the same people. And in every ghetto, if you look at every poverty-stricken zone in America, what do you see? Liquor stores, tobacco, fast food. This is what you see. We don't have healthy stores. Why is that? Because they want you, they don't want you sober-minded. Because like the Bible says, be of sober mind for your enemy. The devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. All this is spiritual warfare. It all goes back to the Bible. Everything that this government does right now is going against God and against his word. But if you're a believer and you read the Bible, I know a lot of believers don't even read the Bible like they should. The word of God is the sword of the spirit. We need to stay informed. Everything we need to know is in here. This is how we get our wisdom and discernment is from God's holy word. We need to stay focused on the word. Everything is in there. We, if you read the Bible, you'll know what's going on. You'll know exactly what's coming. We know what's about to happen. We are all headed towards a slavery like we've never seen. When we were born, we were born into the matrix. We were born slaves. And then some of us, we woke up and we freed our mind. The truth set us free. We broke free from the matrix. Okay? We are headed towards ultimate slavery. They're going to throw us in concentration camps. Why do you think they're trying to take our guns? Why do you think there are so many new laws all the time passed in the secret at night? Your vote doesn't matter. They don't care about your vote. That's an illusion. They don't need your vote. Your vote does nothing. They pass the laws whenever they feel like. School shootings. It's done by the government. Most of these shootings are the government grooms the shooters. And then another hundred bills hit the governor's desk waiting to be signed. Look at the ATF. They should have no power to take away your constitutional right to bear arms. They are not allowed, according to the Constitution, the ATF has, they have no jurisdiction or authority to change any law that has to do with the Second Amendment. They cannot. So what are they doing? Why are they passing all these laws? The pistol brace, the suppressors. All these, all these laws that, that make absolutely no sense, right? But what are they doing little by little? If you give them an inch, they'll take a mile, and that's what they're doing. And eventually, if we don't wake up and we don't stand up together, stand against the system, before you know it, they will come to your door and get your guns. And they are picking us off one by one. Little, They're going after little groups. They can't take us all at once, right? So they go after, they target little groups until those little groups, the only ones that would stand up against the tyranny are gone. And then it's just the sheeple left to themselves or the weaker ones that know what's going on. They, they want to do something, but 
they're too weak to do anything about it. This is why we as Christian men need to stand up, stand for the weak. We need to stop letting people run all over us and our families. Honestly, I don't care if they run over me. I care about them running over my family, taking my family's freedom away. And I will die for my family's freedom. They will get a bullet if they try to take my family's freedom away. That's just cold, hard facts. I know where I'm going when I die. I am not afraid of death. I welcome death. Death is at my doorstep every day, and I welcome it. I'm not afraid of the government. I'm not afraid of anyone who has some thinks they have some kind of power and is going to take my freedom away. No. It's going to eventually you let them you let them continue on this path. You're they're going to take the freedom of religion away. They're going to take your freedom to pray in the streets. You're going to take you're not going to be able to go to church anymore. And you think you may be laughing now and you think that'll never happen. Look what's happening. Wake up, open your eyes because we are on the fast track down. And America is going to pay for her sins. America has been whoring around for too long. It is a land filled with bloodshed. God's vengeance is coming upon this nation. And unfortunately, some of us may have to be here when that happens. This is why no greater time to repent and turn of your sins. All of us, we need to repent daily. We are all sinners. None of us are perfect. But we need to wake up because God is not happy with America at all. The child sacrifice, pornography run rampant, the whoring around. I mean, it is bad. The transgender movement, all the men wanting to be women, and homosexuality, this stuff has got to end. This is what's bringing down America. And people are just living in their sins like no care in the world, thinking they can just continue with this. But eventually, it's going to end. It is time for believers to stand up, men with convictions, men with morals. Even if you're not a believer, stand with us. It is time that we unite and that we stop letting these people run all over us. Folks, I want to read you this uh, this document. And it is a research, development, test, and evaluation. It is House Bill 15, um, 15090. I suggest you look that one up so you can read what it is. But this is part five of the first session. And the people that were at this meeting was George H. Mahan from Texas. He's the chairman. Robert L. F. Sykes from Florida. Jamie D. Witten from Mississippi. George W. Andrews from Alabama. Daniel I. Flood, or J. Flood, it's kind of blurred out, from Pennsylvania. John M. Slack from West Virginia. Joseph P. Adabo from New York. Frank E. Evans from Colorado. Glenard P. Liscombe from California. William E. Minchel from Ohio, John J. Rhodes from Arizona, and Glenn R. Davis from Wisconsin. Okay, this is from the Department of the Army, Statement of Director, Advanced Research Project Agency, Statement of Director, Defense Research Engineering, printed for the use of the Committee on Appropriations, 
U.S. Government Printing Office, Washington, 1969, United States Library. And it was a top-secret document, but not anymore. Now, in 1969, three years before the World Health Organization's request, the United States Defense Department requested and got $10 million to make the AIDS virus in labs as a political-slash-ethnic weapon to be used mainly against blacks. The feasibility program and labs were to have been completed by 1974 to 1975. The virus between AIDS laced smallpox vaccine. So I'm going to read that again. The virus between night. Okay, so the virus between 1974 to 1979. The World Health Organization started to inject AIDS laced smallpox vaccines into over 100 million Africans. In 1970s, and that is for population reduction, in 1977, and over 2,000 young white male homosexuals, that was Operation Trojan Horse, in 1978, with the hepatitis B vaccine through the Centers for Disease Control, New York Blood Center. And now the AIDS virus is on the streets in the drugs. Okay, it is not just, AIDS is not just contracted by sexual, um, whatever, sexual contact. Most AIDS is actually given to people. It's in the drugs. It's in the medications that they're giving you. The hepatitis B vaccine. Wake up, people. This is what they're doing. They are poisoning people. This is why we have so many people with autoimmune diseases. Okay, here's something from LA Times. It's an article from LA Times, 926-1990. It says, AIDS taking heavy toll of children. Now listen to this, whether it's true or not. Now, LA Times, you can't really trust them because, um, again, who they're owned by, but but this is interesting. They say, acquired immune deficiency syndrome is striking, so HIV, right, is striking many more children than previously thought. The World Health Organization reported, the UN agency said in Geneva, that the HIV virus that causes AIDS will probably infect 10 million children by the year 2000. Already about 400,000 cases, or a third of the 1.2 million estimated cases of AIDS worldwide to date, are believed to have occurred in children under age 5. That's confusing, right? But if, if that's true or not... Okay, if it is true, then we can say that if, if this data is true, then it comes close to proving that AIDS is transmissible by casual contacts or insects. So just think upon that. Um, that was from the LA Times. But I'm going to go back to uh, the military document that I'm reading right now. And it is on – this is from Tuesday, July 1st, 1969. Synthetic Biological Agents. There are two things about the biological agent field I would like to mention. One is the possibility of technological surprise. Molecular biology is a field that is advancing very rapidly, and eminent biologists believe that within a period of five to ten years, it would be, respo- it would be possible to produce a synthetic biological agent an agent that does not naturally exist and for which no natural immunity could have been acquired. Mr. Sykes, are we doing any work in that field? 
And Dr. MacArthur says, we are not. Dr. Sykes says, why not? Lack of money or lack of interests? Dr. MacArthur, certainly not lack of interest. Mr. Sykes says, would you provide for our records information on what would be required? What the advantages of such a program would be? The time and the cost involved? So what you're hearing right now, folks, obviously, is this is the meeting. They're recording the entire, they're recording the meeting right now, and these, they're going back and forth and why, uh, why they should create this biological weapon. Now, Dr. MacArthur says, we will be very happy to, and the information follows. The dramatic progress being made in the field of molecular biology led us to investigate the relevance of this field, of science to bio biological warfare. A small group of experts considered this matter and provided the following observations. All biological agents up to the present time are representatives of naturally occurring disease and are thus known by scientists through the world. They are easily available to qualified scientists for research, either for offensive or defensive purposes. So HIV is a weapon. Within the next five to ten years, it would probably be possible to make a new infective microorganism which could differ in certain important aspects from any known disease-causing organisms. Most important of these is that it might be refractory to the immunological, immunological and therapeutic process upon which we depend to maintain our relative freedom from infectious disease. A research program to explore the feasibility of this could be completed in approximately five years at a total cost of $10 million. It would be very difficult to establish such a program. Molecular biology is a relatively new science. There are not many highly competent scientists in the field. Almost all are in university laboratories, and they are generally adequately supported from sources other than DOD. DOD. However, it was considered possible to initiate an adequate program through the National Academy of, Science, of Sciences National Research Council, NAS-NRC. The matter was discussed with the NAS-NRC and tentative plans were made to initiate the program. However, decreasing funds in CB, growing criticism of the CB program, and our reluctance to involve the NAS-NRC in such a controversial endeavor have led us to postpone it for the past two years. It is a highly controversial issue, and there, may, and, there may, and there are many who believe such research should not be undertaken lest it lead to yet another method of massive killing of large populations. That's exactly, they did go through with it. That's exactly what happened. On the other hand, without the sure scientific knowledge that such a weapon is possible, and an understanding of the ways it could be done, there is little that can be done to devise defensive measures. Should an enemy develop it, there is little doubt that this is an important area of potential military technological inferiority in which there is no adequate research program. Okay. That was a top secret document. Folks, this is absolutely insane, but you, you hear it from them. They're, they're, they work, they have meetings like this all the time where they're working on biological weapons, and one of the biological weapons is vaccines. It causes mass genocide. It wipes out huge portions of a population throughout the years. 
Vaccines kill. Vaccines cause disease. And as you see, they've put the HIV vaccine in the hepatitis V, in the hepatitis B vaccine. So, you know, so for people that don't, you know, don't believe it still, I, I don't know what to tell you. There's, I mean, you could have, there's certain people out there that you could put, <laughs> I mean, the evidence, the, the evidence could be right in front of their faces, like, bam, and they, and they wouldn't know, they wouldn't, they'd, they'd be like, well, that's not true. No, I don't know why they think like this. Their minds are closed, but I do know why they think like this, because in the Bible, it says they have eyes to see, but they do not see, and they have ears to hear, but they do not hear. See, when you're a believer, you're, you're, you have the Holy Spirit, you have the wisdom and discernment granted to you. So you, we can see things from, from when I talk to believers, I, I talk to like 15 people a day at least. When I talk, and when I talk to a believer, they see what's going on clearly. They're like, oh, yeah, I know what's going on. But when you talk to someone who's not a believer and, and most likely on the little liberal side or democratic side, they are so shut off and so, so one tracked mind. They are, they are, they are the cattle. This is why the elites call them cattle, goyim. Okay, they're just being led to the slaughter. That right now they're slowly being sheared, and they are going to be led straight to the slaughter. So, again, this is all biblical. It's not new. I mean, we know what's going to happen, right? Our freedoms are going to be taken, and. The Antichrist is coming soon. We know this. In fact, I believe the Antichrist is already on the scene. And now we have also the digital currency. I talked about that a couple episodes ago. We have digital currency is on its way. In fact, I believe it's July 1st. They're going to start to possibly, possibly, not 100% on this, but what I've heard is they're possibly going to take down Cash App, Zelle, all these things. They're going to start getting rid of all these these, um, you know, apps and things like that. And they're going to, because it's going to be, you know, the one the one world bank and it's going to be FedCoin. Um, there was a bank in Silicon Valley that just closed down, that 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 uh, crashed. There's banks all over the United States right now are crashing and it's strategic, it's purposeful. It's because they want you to, uh, you know, they want to control your money. And that way, if you go to the, you know, you want to go to the gun store and, you know, it's going to go to the, their, their computers first. They're going to see it. They're going to see the transaction that you want to, that you want to uh, go through. And then they're going to say, well, oh, he wants to buy. Nope. Cancel that. Remember, it's complete control over your lives. If they can, so they control your money. They take the weapons away from you, your only tool to protect you and your family. If once that's gone, it's over. Say goodbye. I don't. You're not gonna. You're not gonna fight anybody with a sword. Not gonna happen. So that's number one. We cannot let them take our guns. Okay. You cannot. We cannot let them control our money. If they want to say this is all we have to do. This is as simple as it is. If they want to say, all right, now we're gonna. Imp- you know, they're gonna implement this new FedCoin CDDC digital currency. Don't accept it. Just say no. That's as easy as it is. But see, they know that people are so cowardice, so weak, and their little sheep are running around just saying, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. I'll do whatever you say as long as I have this cheeseburger, a bottle in my hand, and a cigarette. Like, come on. Too comfortable. We are way too comfortable in America. It's disgusting how comfortable we are. We need to get out of our comfort zone. We need to go fight the good fight. We need to fight for the women and the children. And uh, we need to stand up. We need to stand up together. We need to we need to help each other. 
We are so divided right now. Division is not the answer. We need to help each other. It doesn't matter what color you are. We need to help each other. It doesn't matter if you're a believer or a non-believer. We need to help each other because we're all, no matter if we're a believer, a non-believer, Democratic, Republican, conservative, black, white, whatever, we are on the same team. The only way we're going to combat this thing, the only way we're going to win and come out victorious is if we team up together because we're all going to face the same fate. No matter what we believe, no matter what, what sect we belong to, whatever it is, we all are going to f- face the same fate. We are all going to go down with the ship if we don't stand together. If we're too busy fighting each other, listening to the news, all the propaganda media, with propaganda media is the one starting the war between everybody. That's what media is for. It's to divide and conquer. It's the old, man, the art of war. I suggest everyone read The Art of War by Sun Tzu. It is an extremely, extremely good book. And they still use Sun Tzu's military tactics to this day. They still use those tactics from, you know, a couple thousand years ago, whenever it was written. They still use his military tactics because they are extremely effective. Divide and conquer. They they are defeating us without even lifting a finger. They're defeating us through their words, through the propaganda, media, the war machine. They're, they're, I mean, through vax. I mean, gosh, I could go on and on. It's just a whole, it's a whole mess, right? So... And I want to read something out of the Constitution real quick, too. It was on my mind. Um, I suggest everyone gets a United States Constitution, study the law, because if you don't know the law, they will run right over you. Now, this is, uh, this is quotes on the Constitution. Ready for this? Okay. The American Constitution is a written instrument, full and complete in itself. No court in America, no Congress, no president can add a single word thereto, or take a single word therefrom. It is a great national enactment done by the people, that's us, and can only be altered or amended or added to by the people, that's us. And if you look at the Democratic Party, well, they're using the Democratic Party to change it. The Democrats wrote their own constitution. It took them like 10 years to write it. They wrote their own constitution. They have changed the constitution so much when it's not supposed to be changed. They cannot change the constitution. But guess what? We the people let them. If we would stand up and say, wait, you can't do that. We are in control of the constitution and we control you. Remember, folks, we control the government. They do not control us. They work for us. The police work for us, not the other way around. The feds work for us. The president works for us not the other way around. If anything, they are our slaves. (laughs) Seriously, though, we need to get that through our heads. We, the people, we, the militia, okay? We need to get this through our heads. Stay in the word, study the law, study the constitution. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power and lots of prayer. Prayer, prayer, prayer. But again, we cannot, don't pray for something unless you're willing to do it yourself, unless you're willing to be used by God. So you pray for something. But guess what? God's probably going to expect you to do what you're praying for because we have to take the steps for God to help us. We, We need to be willing to move so God can move. 
Right now, we're in a stagnant a stagnant state. A lot of churches are just stagnant right now because there's only 20% of the congregation is doing something. The other 80% is stagnant. They're sitting still, and they're wondering why they're not seeing improvements in their life. They're wondering why God's not moving because he's waiting for us to move. We move, God will move on our behalf. We need to be willing to get uncomfortable, to bear our cross, to be willing to lay down our lives for our fellow brothers and sisters, for our families, for the kingdom of God is at hand. We are kingdom people. Eternity is put in the hearts of every man and woman when they are born. Eternity is in everybody's heart. At one point in your life, you have thought about eternal life. Every one of us has. Eternity is set in the hearts of men. The Bible tells us this. God has given us that 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 gift. We are to we are eternal beings. This is nothing. This life is nothing. Remember, there's two places, heaven and hell, yes. But we can be assured that we can go to heaven, right, if we believe in Jesus Christ and we obey his commands to the best of our possible abilities. Right? We do what we can. But it's not about us. It's not about for me, it's it it's it's not about me. I need to live my life for other people. And I need to be willing to lay down my life for other people. And this is the whole reason I do this podcast, is to try to wake as many people up as I can. I have two missions in life. That is to spread the gospel of truth to all people, as many as I can, and then I let God do the rest. I make the podcast, and God sends it to whoever he needs to hear it. And secondly, to spread the truth to expose deeds of darkness, to bring it to the light, to bring what these evil people are doing, these Satanists, these Satan worshipers, these demons too. There, There is demons in government. You can't tell me otherwise. Satan is in control of this world right now. He is running the United States government. Well, let's just say this. The United States Army is Satan's army. And those high, 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 high up people, there is demons in government taking the form of humans. Now, you may think I'm crazy, but I can guarantee that is true. Bible tells us all these different things that Satan was going to be running this world and the Antichrist is going to come. And all these things, there's going to be, there's going to be a mark. We're going to get on our foreheads, in our hands, in our foreheads, in our hands. And if you look at the technology, they already have technology that they can put things in your head and put this chips in your hand. They're already working on it. They're already doing it in other countries. So we are very close, very, very, very close for the Antichrist coming. Now is the time to stand. Well, I'm so grateful for every one of you and whoever listened to this podcast. Thank you for joining me. Please, if you liked it, share it with everybody you know, your family, your friends, whoever. Share it on your social media accounts. We need to get the word out. We need to get people woken up. We need to get people united. And if anyone wants to um, hook up with me, unite, uh, whatever, you know, we can go from there. But we need to stand together and you just reach out and contact me. I'm always here for now. And again, if I did, if all of a sudden I, I fall off the face of the map and uh, I have no more, I'm not making podcasts anymore or any of this, well, then you know what happened to me. And I will be in heaven with my Father. So I thank you. Uh, may God bless you. May God keep you. 
and I just pray that every single one of you has an amazing day and that your families are protected, that there is a mighty hedge of protection around each and every one of you listening right now. God bless you.